comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hey everybody, welcome to Fear the Walking Dead, the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 240. Uh, this week is uh, Fear the Walking Dead season 4, episode 15. I lose, uh, I lose people, dot, dot, dot. And uh, joining me tonight to talk about what people are getting lost and what people are, are not... Uh, the man who brews all the beer for the apocalypse, but then drinks it all, Mr. Richard the Chub Toad Sheldon. Because Jimbo's free falling now, yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, splat. Okay. Ooh. The man who's selling tickets to the <laughs> fetid waters of Alligator Lake, Mr. Daryl Taylor. And I'm making all that money and donating to myself. All mine. <laughs> well, that's not helpful. And the man who got called to fix the elevator, but got there a little late for the rest of the party, Mr. Russell Lathan. Yeah, Russ. I'm I'm back from visually inspecting St. Luke's Hospital outside of Austin, Texas, and I can assure you it's still intact. Are uh, the generators on the roof, though? Did you they are on it? the roof. I saw it from my with my own eyes. Wow. Glad to hear it. Um, we are going to get to the recap of this week's episode, uh, Immediatement, but first we had a pretty major news thing happen this week I would like to talk about with all of Jens. Uh, I know we talked last uh, week about doing a recap, or a special episode, all about The Walking Dead, the final season video game from Telltale Games. Well, folks, we got some bad news about that one. Uh, Telltale Games has uh, filed for uh, Chapter 11. They've fired... <laughs> They have fired 250 people out of their workforce, leaving the remaining uh, force of about 20 people. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the fate of Chapters 3 and 4, even for those of us who paid ahead of time for them with the season pass, is still up in the air. Uh, we do not know. Uh, and in fact, you cannot order the season pass right now, according to the latest news from Polygon. And uh, even the actress who um, plays Clementine says that you know, she knows just about as much as everyone else. Uh, evidently, Telltale Games has been losing money for a while. Uh, they did um, spend a lot of money on a lot of popular licenses. I know that. Like, uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, Minecraft, Batman, um, Game of Thrones. I'm sure, you know, getting the rights to do games for those uh, really did not, uh, you know, was not cheap. But on the, you know, the plus side, they really invigorated the kind of adventure gaming that goes all the way back to, like, games like LucasArts made back in the day, like Monkey Island and, uh, you know. Um, um, Maniac Mansion and Day of the Tentacle, you know, kind of adventure games. And uh, they kind of brought it into the next generation. I love Lucky Island. Yeah, they kind of brought that kind of game, more of a story-heavy game, not really a Twitch, you know, a Twitch uh, um, reflex game, but more of a uh, story-heavy game and, you know, really focusing on the narrative in the game and, you know, the adventure aspects of it. It really brought that into the next gen. I mean, you know. It's like having a a digital choose-your-own-adventure book, kind of. Yeah. I mean, because every time you play a Telltale game, you know, the, your, what you say, to, they give you, like, a few dialogue choices. And what you say affects, 
you know, your, your story down the road. You know, your story branches off depending on how you react to people. It even has a little thing in the top of the game that says, you know, so-and-so will remember that. You know, it's telling you that, hey, you just made a story yeah. choice in the game. Uh, you know, and as, especially with Walking Dead because you had to make a lot of hard choices in the game. You know, the, there wasn't like, you know, an obvious, you know, black or white choice. There was, uh, as in the game and in the TV show and the book, there were a lot of shades of gray. Um, but uh, the reports coming out of Telltale were that there were a lot of late late nights of unpaid overtime to get games out in crunch time. Uh, mm. There was no severance for any of these people that were let go. Um, there was no ex- escape, you know, no escape package, and their healthcare I think runs out within thirty days. Um, they had no, nine days or nine days. Oh, and yeah, uh, since it was like the twenty first, they had until you know they're paid up through the end of the month, the and the month. that's it. And then, you know, they really had no idea that it was coming. In fact, uh, Ubisoft and other, um, uh, and, uh, Gearbox, other, uh, publishers have offered to, uh, pick up some of the, uh, the talent from Telltale. Uh, they've set up job fairs, uh, in the Bay Area, uh, for the, the Telltale employees to try to get them placed with them, uh, get them new jobs. Uh, but as the official line right now is that the only game that's going to be coming out from Telltale is something they've already started. It's a version of their Minecraft story mode. Uh, for Netflix, and uh, on the official tip, that's all we've got coming out for them. There's no uh, season three or season four, although there has been talk that they're going to try to pass it off to another studio or perhaps kickstart it um, to get this, the final chapters out there for the final season. But as it stands right now, uh, they aren't available to buy on digital. Um, you're not allowed. I mean, you can't buy it on digital storefronts like Steam or the PS Store or, or GOG or Xbox uh, Marketplace. And the, you know, the future of these games is up in the air. And it's a, it's a real shame. I mean, the, the games are great. They're, they're well crafted. I really like the look of them, that kind of semi-cell-shaded look. It really is evocative of the graphic novel. Um, and some of the best, uh, and you know, I, this is no hyperbole, some of the best storytelling in the series, you know, comic book, uh, TV show, you know, bar none. It's, uh, I mean, some of the most memorable characters and some of the best storytelling we've had. Um, so it's a, it's a real shame and I feel really bad for these people who put their heart and soul into all these games and <sighs> end up getting nothing really to show for it at the end. Um, there've been a lot of stories coming out from employees about, you know, working overtime, crunch time, uh, to get games out the door in time, uh, and not getting paid overtime for that and not getting severance on their, you know, in, ignominious, uh, dismissals. So I feel mostly bad for them, even more so than I do for myself for not being able to play it. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard a report like that they hired somebody like as of two weeks ago, had them, you know, they basically moved a great distance to come work there. And then, you know, less than two weeks later, they got they got cut loose, which is is insane to have to yeah. go through all that. But yeah, uh, there was there was like no they had no you know indication this was going to happen. Uh, there was no, yeah. you know, they didn't know. And um, there are, uh, former staffers have filed a class action lawsuit for uh, labor law violations, so we'll see how that goes. And yeah, I guess there's there's some stuff in California where they have to, I, I guess, give some notice and things like that. But you know, at the end of the day, if they don't if they don't have any money, it, it you know, you, you can't can't get blood from a stone, you know. Um, right, that's the thing, right? But I, I heard one report that said that they they thought they were they were trying to secure some additional funding that they thought might have been coming through to kind of get them over the hump. But uh, but it doesn't look like well obviously that that didn't happen. But yeah, it's just really unfortunate. Uh, looking at I mean the Game Spy sales numbers, which are a not completely accurate, uh, 
overall, but just looking at the trends, uh, it, it was definitely on a very uh, steep downward curve uh, with the the Walking Dead, the first season, kind of being the high point. Uh, and then the most recent, the Batman game, uh, the, the most recent seasons of The Walking Dead were uh, almost orders of magnitude less in sales than that yeah. first season of The Walking Dead, which is really a shame, but... Yeah, they definitely um, they definitely underperformed, especially again for what they had to pay to use those licenses. I'm sure they did not come out on top. Um, yeah, I thought not, they were doing great. I, I did not know. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, now with the digital sales, um, we used to have the oh, was it the NTSD, which would show us like physical copies sold. Now with digital mm-hmm. sales, it's not as you know clear cut as how many um, you know um, copies that are sold of each uh, video game. There's no like top ten lists, like there is for for records or DVDs or whatever anymore. Uh, so you know that's kind of obfuscated. You know, it's not as clear as it used to be. You know, who's making the money, who isn't. So. Uh, but I mean, like I said, they, if you you know if you get a chance to buy the physical versions, I mean, like I said, the other games are they're solid games. They're you know they're fun. The adventure aspect is there. The storytelling is very strong, and I just feel incredibly bad for these people who you know gave their all. And just were kind of screwed over. Yeah, just well, what I'm curious about is moving forward. So, okay, if people, you know, bought a bu- or and continued to buy those licenses, like what happens with that money? I mean, I, I, I guess if the studio goes defunct, does it? I don't know. I, I don't know. I hope. I hope. Um, it, it would be nice if if knowing that those purchases would go towards maybe some sort of severance fund or insurance fund or something like that for those that are laid off and maybe weren't able to find work within a, you know, within a, a reasonable amount of time or something like that. But I, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens uh, with that. I don't know if somebody comes in and just buys the, uh, the IP or, uh, and they, and they take ownership of it or, or what. Yeah. We'll have to see. Um, Telltale themselves tweeted Monday night that it was in talks with potential investors uh, to finish the project. But, um, that's leaving a lot of the ex-employees really mad that the original team won't be the ones to see the work through. Um, so, again, we'll we'll keep you posted. It's kind of all up in the air right now as to what's going to, you know, the final fate of these games, whether we're either good to see them or not. I just, yeah. just want to wish all those people who lost their jobs from Telltale, you know, a swift and, uh, you know, soft recovery and landing, you know, especially in this market. You know, it's not a, not a great job market right now, so. No, not at all. Not but at it's, all. Uh, but they, they are a very talented group of people. I'm sure that they'll find some projects. I sure hope so. I would be very yeah. surprised if somebody didn't kind of pick up the reins with this kind of engine and kickstart something. Yeah. You know what I mean? You I, love, I, mean. I love the way their stories fold out. Yeah. I yeah. love everything because I've played not just The Walking Dead. <clears throat> I played the Batman. I right. played uh, their Game of Thrones one, which wasn't my favorite, but it still was fun. Um, what else have I played? Yeah, my uh, son, my son and daughter played the Minecraft Story Mode both seasons, and my son right now, because I got it in Humble Bundle, I think two weeks ago, uh, is playing the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Telltale game. He loves the Guardians and he loves the games. So, and they're great for kids too, because my I mean, my daughter and son are seven and five. You know, there's not the twitch shooting like in a Call of Duty or, or kind of quick reaction time other than answering questions. And then there's a lot of searching and, you know, story progression. And they really like that. They like, you know, being able to react to that. So, yeah, but I would be very surprised if this, 
you know, like niche in the bar in the market space wasn't filled by like maybe a Kickstarter or, or something along those lines. Right. So. Okay. So ironically, this episode is called "I Lose People." <laughs> after, <laughs> after that story we just told, uh, for the Walking Dead season four, episode fifteen, um, as it begins. Uh, Morgan, June, Sarah, Wendell, and Lucy and Jim are stuck on the roof of the hospital. Jim has been bit. He's yeah. not. He's not happy about it. Not really. Kind of being bitchy about it. In fact, Sarah's like, "I real. I see that bite really brought out the best in you." Yeah. <laughs> kind of um, like, stop bitching already. Just, I, also, I also like the line where Sarah defines him or uh, uh, describes him as a class A a hole who fills every room with a philosophical fart. <laughs> I mean, the dude's dying. I mean, yeah, come on. <laughs> um, well, he's kind of being a dick about it, you know. Right. You don't have yeah. to be a dick just because you're dying. That's true. Uh, um, Alicia and Charlie walkie-talkie from Alligator Lake, and they found John and Strand. They just need a way to retrieve them. So that gives them a little bit of optimism. Um, it's funny because they've kind of, John um, and, and Strand have kind of shifted here in this part. And, uh, John uh, John is kind of um, not as optimistic now. And Strand is the one who keeps the faith and even saves a bottle of wine right. to celebrate with when they get out, you know, they get out of there. Um, and he even tells, you know, John, you know, look, look who's trying to rescue them. It's Charlie and Alicia. You know, Charlie killed... Alicia's brother, and now they're working together. And he says, if that doesn't make you think anything is possible, I don't know what else will. Um, back on the roof, a little bit of foreshadowing here. Morgan stops. He thinks he's stopping Jim from jumping to his death, but no. Actually, Jim is just taking a whiz off the ledge <laughs> on the <laughs> zombies. Um, he, you know, he... he you know, this is where Sarah rattles off, like, some of the things she doesn't like about Jim, you know, except for his mm -hmm. beer. She says that beer is poetry in a bottle. <laughs> and then she suggests that, you know, maybe he could live on after he's gone, but he's about not about to give her the recipe right now. He's kind of being an a-hole. And then uh, back at the Alligator Lake, uh, Alicia and Charlie are searching for a boat, but they get interrupted by Martha the Filthy Woman. How do you know that name? I'm sorry. Every time I see, I see, I think of Martha you, in that movie. You beat me to it. Why I'm just that happy name? they got Al's tapes back. Yeah. You gotta get that. Um, Martha's shooting off her gun, as well as her mouth, and uh, <laughs> Alicia, Alicia points out that, you know, Martha's bleeding and offers to help, but instead, mm. uh, Martha's like, I don't need any help, and then collapses. <laughs> yeah, I did not expect that. Uh, yeah. And that happened. You think, uh, I don't know. It's funny. You know, I don't need any help, but then it's a little, you know, falling out. Um, the team at the hospital make it to the generator room. Um, they discover Al is taking out a bunch of walkers and leaves a note instructing them to make copies of her tapes. And she says, and if you find that C word, settle her shit. <laughs> but then Sarah says, no, yeah, she sure. didn't use the C word. She went for the full quesadilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Settle her shit. Yeah. The quesadilla. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, Morgan sent uh, June, Sarah, and Wendell and Lucy to the ground floor before the generator was kaput. Um, also, now Alicia, having taken the SWAT van from Martha, drove it across Alligator Lake to rescue John and Strand. So, yeah, this is in the recap. This kind of bothered me, too. The water seemed kind of shallow. 
for them to be dr- yeah they, they drove the van through it they couldn't like walk through it you know it, it only seemed to be about knee high um well, no, it was a little higher than that. But I mean, w- w- now that I think about it, though, last week when uh, uh, Dylan Hunt was saying, "All I can make it," they were standing and walking. Yeah. So it wasn't that deep, but still, I thought it was kind of. I'm just kind of a little too convenient that they were able to find a spot where they could still drive like that. Well, I mean, it it was pretty. It was pretty. Deep. I mean, you figure you got to step up to get in that truck, and it was what maybe halfway up the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's at least it's probably a good four and a half, five feet deep uh, at at its deepest point. So it's yeah. so funny. When I, I mean, see, I know this. I'm probably two people will get this reference, but whenever I see them after the apocalypse driving around that van, I think of that movie Damnation Alley. Oh yeah, I remember that. They drove in that big, big old like, yeah. SUV van or whatever. <laughs> apocalypse. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I do remember that. Jan Michael Vincent. Yeah. I'm old. What I thought I that I thought that truck was so cool back in the day. When yeah, I yeah. Um, so they, uh, the the hospital exit back of the hospital is lined with walkers. Uh, Morgan is going to create a distraction room up on the roof by dropping the walker under an SUV and setting off the alarm. Uh, but Jim refuses, to, still refuses to help. He's kind of sulking. Yeah. Every bit. He's a jerk about it. Yeah. I don't want to help. I'm dying. I don't want to. John uh, ties up the walkie-talkie a little bit by confessing to June that he'd eaten the blackjack he'd been saving for. Her. <laughs> and uh, he learned his girlfriend's so wrong. Yeah. Well, blackjack kind of um, symbolized his um, you know, optimism. You know what I mean? And then when he ate it, uh-huh. it was kind of him saying, you know, kind of giving up hope. So, um, uh, he learned it, he learned his girlfriend's location, and Alicia made a beeline for it. Uh, Martha wakes up; she finds herself zip tied in the uh, spot van. Uh, not real happy about it. No. John, and John says, "I'd say we were pretty cordial, considering what you did to our friends." <laughs> right. <laughs> And who? And the first thing I thought was, you only tied her up with that. I would have tied her up a little more too. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, no, there's no way she's getting out. She's getting uh, out. I'm glad to see uh, John Dory uh, back with his hope, though. Um, yeah. Uh, a, a, ho- a hopeless John Dory is not a fun sight to have. Yeah, so. I, I totally agree. Um. The filthy woman said she had Morgan to thank for that, and Alicia had, and then, uh, or Alicia says that the filthy woman had Morgan to thank for that, and then Martha says, he'll be thanking me, you'll see. Exactly. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, back at the hospital, the car alarm had cracked enough walkers for June, Sarah, Wendell, and Lucy to get out. So now Morgan should go, June said, and uh, he couldn't, he replied. The elevators no longer worked, and the stairwells were full of walkers, and he was okay with that. He says, uh, if I know that I got you all out of here, if I got you back on your way to John, then maybe you can ma- that can make up for something. And as June reluctantly leaves in an ambulance with the other escapees, Jim couldn't resist poking fun at Momo, saying now he has an easy way out since death is a certainty and getting out from under the shit you've done isn't (laughs) and then somehow June becomes the uh, the one that gives the pep talks yeah 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 that's kind of bizarre Uh, um 
Well, I think it's character growth. I mean, yeah. oh, it is, of course, yeah, totally. It, it certainly is, yeah. I mean, we see everybody getting hope and getting it back and losing it and everything like that. So, yeah, everybody's progressing. It's it's pretty great rather than just stagnation of, you know, people's... I mean, in the, the, in the parent show, a lot of times, the characters tend to just stagnate and not really change, you know. And here right. we're seeing a lot of... We see, you know, like Morgan progressing from one end to another. And we see, you know, John Dory going from being an optimist to giving up hope. And we see Strand going from being cynical to being hopeful and... It's, it's cool. I, I like it. You know, it's, it's a nice continuity that sometimes is missing in the parent show. Yeah. Um, it turns out June and company hadn't really left behind Morgan. They'd just gone off and found a fire truck to bring them back. You, bring back with yeah, them. you knew they weren't going to do it. You knew they yeah. weren't going to leave him. But I, I, I did kind of like that moment where he realizes, I have a family. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Together. Together. Uh, Alicia's like, you told me to help people. That's what I'm doing. One by one, everybody says something nice to Morgan, except Martha. <laughs> um, why didn't they just put a gag on her? You know, <laughs> um, The fire truck's ladder, unfortunately, is two stories short of the roof. So Morgan has to rappel down one floor, and he has to fight off a walker. The yeah. John shoots from way down below. Yeah, <laughs> that was a rough great fight. scene. Yeah, I love right. that. Because, I almost like that bit. I mean, we know that uh, Dory's a good shot, but that was awesome. That's the reminder. Like, yeah. yeah. But the yeah. way that Walker grabbed him, I, I really looked like... I thought he was getting big, too, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he has to leap onto the ladder to make it onto the roof of the vehicle. Uh, but in order to clear a path to the SWAT van, Morgan intended to jump and draw away the Walker's. But then Jim decides to be a little bit heroic. Yeah, we knew. We knew he was fine. Walkie-talkies from the roof and yeah. says he'll take care of it. Yeah. Uh, before he leaves, though, he passed along Sarah's beer recipe, including something that he whispered that we didn't quite hear. Yeah. What, did, he, what, did he, what did he say? He said, what you, do know you, what, you know what it is. Yeah, exactly. So you know what it yeah. is. Or a little bit of zombie funk. That's the, that's the, that's the flavor. <laughs> um he says there's love in there, too, if you could believe it. And he throws himself onto another car, setting off its alarm, and saving Morgan and company. Um, when the survivors get back to the SWAT van, surprise, Martha's gone. As if we didn't know that was going to happen. Exactly. Um, but, I mean, they'd be... Well, they the used those zip-tie handcuff things. It's like, man... Get a rope and tie her, like, all the way up and down. Or they could have at least double-tied her, you know? Or, like, you know, yeah. tied, her, tied her up, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's fine, though. Uh, they it's, get admit- it's in the script, Jim. It's in the script. Oh, okay. It's the, tie, it's the zip tie of plot convenience. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect um, title. They all take a little break for a second, and they decide Jim's beer would need a name uh, that means something. Sarah suggests Jimbo's Beer Bows, and she says, man, he would hate that. <laughs> uh, yeah. so they try to figure out where they're headed, uh, recalling that when he first met Jim, he told, about, told him about Virginia, and Morgan suggested they go there. Uh, he says, he's not going to make it, but I think we can. So let's find out, and then I say we make our way there together. Together. Did you guys catch that and say it to yourself? I did. Oh, I, well, I had to. It's a hazard. Jim, to do. whether it's on the show 
or just anywhere else, when I hear the word together, I mentally, quietly go, together, every time. This show has ruined me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At the end of the episode, Martha writes Jim's beer recipe on his face right before he reanimates, tells him he was strong now, and says, let's go make Morgan strong too. Now, when the way she stabbed that stick into him, I was like, I thought she was like killing, or I guess killing is the word to use for an undead. Uh, um, Because where she poked him, it's like she could have hit that cerebral cortex or something, you know? I thought she was making him her pet. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, she did, but I was just, at first, I was like, oh, why'd she kill him? And then. She didn't kill him, but it's just the angle that she did that. I was like, I thought she got him like right at the base of the neck. Hmm. I don't know. I just I, I kind of figured he was the new pet. You know, yeah. seems to be her mo. So especially after she wrote on him, you know, kind of marked him. Made her, made I didn't his, catch that that was your recipe. I yeah. just thought she was right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. did you see the preview for next week? No. So oh, so okay. So. I was working a little late Sunday, so I didn't see it when it first aired. I got home just in time to catch the end of Talking Dead to see that scene from next week. Um, and then to also have the episode ruined for me when Chris Hardwick tells Jimbo goodbye at the end of Talking Dead. So I'm like, okay, well, he do- dies this episode, which we kind of figured anyway from the bite. But um, And then I went in and watched the second viewing of it, and... For some reason, when it got to the end, it cut the credits off. Hmm. It went to like a commercial break early or something, so I didn't get to see the scenes from next week except for the exclusive one from Talking Dead. Hmm. So, which is interesting. Hmm. I watched the app, so that's how I watched it. Yeah, I always watch it on Amazon the next day. So, uh, okay. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying, I've got YouTube TV, so I ha- I just have it DVR'd usually. But if I'm here at home, I watch it live. So. I always wait till the kids go to school first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Well, that, was, that was episode 15. It's called uh, I Lose People. And um, now before we get to our Buster ratings, uh, how about a word from our sponsor, Russ? Our sponsor for this episode of the Walking Dead TV podcast is DCBService.com. You can check them out. Uh, You still have a few days as you listen to this podcast to get your September orders in before the October orders uh, go up. Uh, So you can find all kinds of cool stuff to save money on and and get. Um, They just made an announcement, I guess, today that they've moved their, um, their... warehouse back to fort wayne indiana they had moved it to memphis to be a little closer for shipping purposes um and uh, decided that it would actually be more efficient uh and and to make sure they they keep their high level of customer service by doing it um in in fort wayne so back back to where they where they used to be uh in stock trades uh, has been in, i guess in memphis for several years now and they will continue to operate out of there um but i just received an in stock trades order earlier this week um of pristine uh pristinely packaged uh trades and hardcovers that i had ordered that uh 
uh, I had had been building up for me to to put an order of more than fifty dollars in so I can get that free shipping. Um, so definitely check out InStockTrades.com, DCBService.com uh, for all the cool stuff and great savings that you can find on Walking Dead and non-Walking Dead related merchandise. Uh, so we thank them for their support of the Walking Dead TV podcast. Yeah, don't forget Christmas is coming. It's a lot quicker than you think. I mean, we're already at the end of September. It's only three months away. So you know, get your orders in. You can get the uh, geeks in your life taken care of at a great price and uh, great with great people, great service. All kinds of fun stuff, not just graphic novels. That's right. So, okay, let's get to the Toby ratings. Let's start with Daryl. Uh, You're on the spot, Daryl. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I well, it's a solid episode. I mean, I, still, I don't have any complaints about what's happening here. Um, I, I, you know, even the predictable moments where you knew, you know, that the, the guilt trip was going to work eventually at the right time. Um, cause Morgan don't die. Um, but still, I still like those moments where they, you know, when, when it didn't, when they did come together and, and it worked out I'm for the sorry, most part. What did they, what did they, what did they come? Together. Okay. Together. Damn it. I feel like, uh, you, you just do it. You, we just doing tricks every time someone says together and we just jump. Um, <laughs> cause we do. Uh, yeah, so I, I would I would give it I think a four out of five. I don't I don't really I didn't again I don't have any issues. It's almost over, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah. Next week is the last season. Almost uh, over last season, last season yeah. Without it feeling like it's a big deal, like I'm enjoying it without it feeling like it has to be an event thing. You know, it's just it's just enjoyable. I, know, I like that this season. It's 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 good character development. Uh, without using gimmicks to get you to watch it. Like someone's going to die in five days or something like that. Yeah. Right. Okay, uh, Russell, what do you think? Uh, I give a, a, a solid four again. An, another another good episode. I think the there were some really cool tension moments uh, this week that, that paid off. Um, uh, again, I think kind of Morgan coming to terms with his role in the group was was pretty cool. I, the the only thing I I I ding it a little bit on was just kind of the role reversal with with Strand and John that it it kind of happened as quick as it did. But uh, but it made for some some cool moments with with those characters and um it 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 wasn't too forced but it was it was just a minor nitpick. But uh but I I really like the pairing off of those two uh and, and it's it's made for some some pretty good moments this uh, this half of the season. And Mr. Chubb. Yeah, uh, you know, I I have liked every episode this season so far. I mean, I figured there would be one or two that I just, eh. But um, even my lowest rating ones were still three and a half, threes, you know. So, um, but this one, watching it, uh, I didn't really have an idea of what I was going to rate it as. And I still hadn't when we started recording, um, but talking through it, realizing that I'm not, I don't have a lot to say. It's because it was so good. I don't really have a lot to speculate about. I don't have a lot to, um, you know, have theories around or complain about crazy things or any of that. So it was a really, really good episode. And um, so thinking about it that way, and then just from, you know, everything uh, Daryl and Russ just said, you know, the character development, the growth. I love, like Russ, the the uh, 
Strand Dory uh, team up. That needs to happen more. Um, that was fantastic. I mean, even last week and this week. So um, I, I I have to go with four and a half uh, Tobys on this one. It was it was really good. Sweet. Uh, I'm going with the straight up four Tobys. I agree with pretty much everything you guys said. I like the action sequences in this one. Uh, it was almost, it reminded me very much of the episode where, with Merle getting, um, back, back in the original show where they were trapped on the roof in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it almost seemed like a redo or a callback to that in a little, in a little bit. Um, uh, I like the way Jim ended up going out even though he was, uh, you know, like a fart in a whirlwind or whatever they said about him. <laughs> um, again, like, uh, I really appreciate the continuity in this show. And the character progression, something that I think the parent show could probably take a page out of the book of. Um, and I'd like to see more on the parent show, and hopefully we will with the new showrunner and whatnot. And I'm looking forward to the season finale, even though it doesn't, you know, again, you know, I, I, um, you know, it doesn't, they're not teasing a major death or a major, you know, um, um, dismemberment or whatever, but it's just like, it seems like the story is coming to a climax naturally. Uh, rather than, you know, stunt killing for ratings or whatever, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, you mean organically? Some... Yes, no. no not organically. <laughs> Shut your mouth, you don't. That's not this podcast, that's yeah, it's a different podcast, my friend. No. But, uh, who cares what I think? Who cares what you guys think? No one. We have an awesome Facebook group. No one cares? Uh, nope. This whole podcast has been a sham. Nobody cares. Nope. Not even a little bit. <laughs> nope, well, nobody cares. Nope. Hey, America. Good. And people out there listening, let us know if you care. Did somebody actually post for the Toby ratings this week? Yes, I, I did. There. Okay. There. Thank you, sir. Yep. I, I had to be. I had to be the grown-up. <laughs> but uh, we ask every week for our listeners in the Facebook group, uh, called the Walking Dead TV Podcast Facebook group. And I hear Facebook's very popular with the young people these days. Almost as popular as the Grams. Yeah, um, it's all about the Gram. It's all about the Gram. Yeah. Uh, we asked for your ratings and your Toby ratings. And we only, again, we had this episode and one more before the end of the season of Fear. And uh, the people who did write in had a lot of good things to say about it. Uh, let's just jump right in. First of all, Richard Chopper, Cherry Charrington, who I still love despite his proclivity for Coors Light. Uh, 4.5, 4.5, Jim jumped off the roof as he found out he had a job as chief brewer of Coors Light out of five. Uh, another great episode and all the gang are nearly back together. Uh, isn't it lucky that Morgan is a good job at throwing bodies off a roof and hitting the target on a first go? Yeah. The same could be said for Jim's aim too. (laughs) My prediction for the season finale is that crazy dirt lady captures Al and the gang go back to rescue her. This season has been amazing, and I hope the last one doesn't disappoint. Me either, Rich. Uh, Rob Cook, four opening sequence foreshadowings out of five. Hi, gangs. I'm back on the train. Uh, what an amazing second half of the season so far. Binge-watched over the last few days. This show is now everything I loved about the first season of the original series. Beautiful, Beautifully shot and written. Uh, philosophical fart might be my go-to insult for a while. Uh, <laughs> Nothing more magnificent than seeing the SWAT truck barrel across the lake. Very cool. Uh, that was a mighty zombie toss by Morgan and a rare feel-good moment with the whole team pulling together to save him. A truly nerve-wracking moment escaping off the hospital. Pretty sure that wasn't the recipe for Coors Light, but a good exit for Jimbo. <laughs> a filthy lady is a properly horrible antagonist. That final scene was grim. 
Absolutely. Okay, everybody kick back, because Yukiyoshi Sawada wrote in. Oh. Uh, uh, take a breath, sir. Here we go. Okay, Yukiyoshi, I'm with you, buddy. Five Jim's Classic Ales out of five. Number one. Come on, Jim, you dying doesn't mean you should wish death on Sarah, you soon-to-be dick muncher. Oh, damn. Cold. Two, Alicia, I know you don't know, but after saying we help you twice and getting shot at immediately twice, I think she's saying she don't need help. <laughs> Three, Mini Coral, when Charlie's wearing John's hat. I thought uh, the same thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, after saving the, Four, after saving the group and escaping a death trap, Al's main priority is to get her tapes and taking the time to insult Martha, too. Only she didn't say freaking. <laughs> Five. What? The SWAT is an amphibious vehicle, amphibious vehicle, vehicle too? If I press the red button, will some wings and a jet booster pop out, too? What can't the SWAT do? Six. Jim, really, you're dying, and you can't just be helpful for once? You've been nothing more than a hindrance <laughs> on the group, and this is how you want to go out? Fine. Die the way you lived. Useless. What a sad waste of a human existence. Jeez, cold-blooded, Yukiyoshi. Uh, seven, I know keeping Martha around is to symbolize the anti-belief of Madison's whole helping people thing, but this is a bad idea. Uh, eight, you know, Jim, look at it this way. Your problems will soon be over, uh, while the rest of us have to keep struggling to survive in this world. Well, good news, buddy, you won't have to worry about that anymore. You are off the hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine, hey, look, a cherry picker. Morgan, get that parkour. <laughs> uh, ten, the secret ingredient is water, ordinary water with small traces of LSD. <laughs> but no, Jim. When there was a fight, you sat. When there, when a problem arose, you complained. And when things looked to their most dire, you whined. And even when dying, you wished your comrades the same fate. But you acted when we needed you the most. You, sir, have earned your piking. And even though no one can put you to rest, we sure as hell will be drinking to you. Kampai. Kampai. <laughs> Prediction, Al will die. Kampai. Kampai. And finally, Robert Negro. Uh, three philosophical farts out of five. One, why is Martha still alive? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, two, all are reunited as expected except for Alan. We know she's okay from the preview of the next episode. Three, typical speech in before death. Uh, this time the death of one of the most annoying characters since Jar Jar Banks. Whoa. Uh, four, stranded on possibly the same roof where Merle was handcuffed. See, I'm not the only one who thought that. Uh, five, typical all's well that ends well result for the group, even as this predicament actually it felt like a real threatening one. All they need to do now is go find and eat some shawarma. <laughs> Six, interesting homage in the last scene of Lost in Translation, don't you think? I wonder if Bill Murray whispered to Sarla Johansson some secret be- recipe ingredient, too. Uh, thanks a bunch for everybody who wrote in with their uh, Toby ratings. We really appreciate it. And you, too, can join our group. We are 802 members strong, and uh, we always have some cool uh, uh, memes and uh, posts and everything in the group. For instance, uh, DeRay Irvin posted this week that Garrett Dillahunt himself, John Dory, was looking at her pictures of her dog on Instagram. Uh, we also had uh, news from the uh, Telltale uh, situation this week on there. Uh, funny meme of the Captain Marvel poster with uh, with Martha. So definitely join the Facebook group, and you too can drop your Tobies. Uh, and coming up in just two weeks, your Busters for uh, you know Fear the Walking Dead and the Parent Show as it returns to the Walking Dead. And we appreciate your participation. In our endeavor. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Uh, I did want to mention that in addition to all the other mention, things I mentioned going on in Pittsburgh for, uh, for October, for the uh, zombie month here, 
Uh, they're going to be showing, and I think this is not only here in Pittsburgh, but all around, uh, a 3D version of George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead, which was literally filmed at my local mall, which is still uh, Monroeville Mall, right up the street from where I live, by about 12 miles, uh, in 3D, remastered in 3D, which I've never seen before. I didn't even know it was possible, but here it is, and, there, and it's going to be shown on a limited engagement October 26th and 27th. If you're interested in that, check out Fathom events for more information i have dead is probably my favorite uh zombie movie of all time so i have a question for russ because he probably knows this how are they taking old film stock like that and making 3d you're under oath sir (laughs) did did we lose russ i don't know hmm Uh, later yeah, I would imagine they just probably do it with digital um, separation. I think magic. And stuff. I, Could be magic. I Could think be often magic. I think that's what they do. They do magic. Some sort, of, some sort of dark magic, I'm sure. I'm sure it's dark magic. But uh, thank you all for joining us uh, for uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, episode 240. Uh, gentlemen, you want to promote anything? Let uh, the viewers and listeners know where uh, they can find you elsewhere on the interwebs. Um, you can find me on the grams mm. under my name or on my, on my gram. What? On the grams. You got to get off get my gram. gram. No, the grams. She got a bad Man. hip. You got, uh, you could, no, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on the Twitters at the voice one, two, three. Uh, and I would, uh, uh, ask you to listen to. Nothing's on that I do with Jim because we're going to catch up on all the premieres to see what you uh, to see which ones you'd want to check in with and which ones you wouldn't. We 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 were ready to discuss them with you in a couple of weeks, so yep. check in with us. We do it. We we watch all of them. At least I try to. It's, it's a weekly uh, madcap look at all movies and television. We try to cover as much as we yeah. can in our little two-hour show. Yeah. A lot of news packed in there, a lot of fun, a lot of jokes, a lot of uh, really bad impressions and, right. <laughs> and characters. <laughs> and whether it's uh, whether it's Stoned Harrison Ford or uh, or, what, or, or um, old true. Sean Connery or um, very true. or who else? Uh, oh, pervert Stephen Hawking is one. Yeah, that's another one. That's um, another one. White, White Morgan Freeman. Is yes. another one. <laughs> yeah, so, we. we do it all uh and also you can catch me and 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 russ who just ran away from us i don't know where he went i'm back I, oh, ah, back. there we oh. go you were on the stand and you ran away uh yeah, i you asked you a me. question yeah you on me and russ you can catch us on uh gotham by geeks uh where we uh we cover all the world of batman and and all those other things like batgirl and nightwing and all that fun stuff who's, who's batman no, all is not not familiar all his associated parts and uh, and yeah. compatriots. Yeah, yeah. Never, never heard of him. He, he's on the gram. Okay, I believe you. Was he a vampire guy or something? <laughs> oh, but he's on the gram. You better get off my gram. Don't. That's not how they say it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how the young say it? Get it right. I don't know what the young say. I don't know. Chubb, lay it on him. Tell him what's going on. Um, well, on all the socials, I'm Chubtoad01. Um, you 
can hear me, of course, on this podcast, and hopefully soon I'll get back and we can start pumping out some uh, DC podcasts as well, because we got some things to talk about. So. Do we? Um, yep. Huh? Are there really things? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And, you, again, you can catch me on Nothing's On With Daryl and uh, on the DC All-Star Comics podcast. Also, oldmagicgaming.com. we got a big uh, all-star game coming up for Extra Life on November 10th. We're going to do a marathon uh, eight-hour D&D session to raise money for children's hospitals. It's part of the uh, the Extra Life charity event, and we're going to be streaming it all live on Twitch. And we're going to be, uh, we have a, a nice tie-in with our sponsor. We're going to be giving away some stuff. Uh, we're also having some posters and t-shirts made. Also, uh, you know, uh, and uh, part of that proceeds go right to helping children's hospitals. So uh, check out extralife.org uh, to find out what it's all about, and you'll see our posting on there. And that'll be November 10th. Uh, we're doing a really cool, uh, it's going to be a party of nothing but goblins. And uh, my character is a wizard who has all of his powers that are based on fart power. So What? Yeah, all of his uh, all of his goblin uh, magic is based on farting. So he's like poison cloud and obscuring mist and <laughs> fireball wow. and stuff I, like that. So. I don't know what this D and D thing is, but wow! But it'll be a lot of fun, and we have a lot of really cool people from our various games on Old Magic Gaming all getting together for this session, and it'll be a great time and a great cause. So we'll be able to raise money for uh, you know, children, a network of children's hospitals all across America. So, Very again, true. extra, extra life.org. Check that out. And oldmagicgaming.com if you're into, uh, live action play RPG, uh, podcasts. So, I guess that's it for this week. Until next week when we come back with the season finale of Fear of the Walking Dead. There's no room in hell and the dead walk the earth. Remember, if you're riding on a bus or you're riding in the back of a SWAT fan, don't let out a philosophical fart. <laughs> oh, wow. That's just rude. Ooh. Smells bad, too. Yeah, you don't want that. No, don't. Yeah, especially if you let out a wet one. Uh, a, real, a real ass flapper. Oof, man. <laughs> Get a wet wipe. Yeah. Disgusting.
nothing left.